how is this out and about? Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, what up, homies? Thanks for streaming today's Bet Slippin' Podcast. It's our daily NBA show. It's Tuesday, April 5th, and there's a 12-game slate in the association tonight. Uh, we've been off for a few days. Uh, last time recorded was Friday. We were 3-0 Friday, so we started out April 3-0. Um, moved our year-long record to 105.80, so um, profiting for you guys. Hopefully you're following me in this uh, winning season, or at least winning 2022 that I'm having here. I'm not going to go back and um, recap my best bets from Friday. It was, you know, three, four days ago at this point. Um, hopefully you guys profited on the Final Four uh, on the National Championship game. The NBA took a hiatus Monday to allow the College Basketball National Championship to take center stage, but NBA is back in full effect. There's 12 games, and I actually have four best bets. I'll give those to you in a second, but first let me shout out some of the things that we're doing here in the Bet Slipping Podcast. Uh, me, my co-host, Nathan Beagle, and um, a baseball analyst here at sportsbookwire.usaday.com named Brian Rudd previewed the NBA, uh, the uh, Major League Baseball 2022 season. We gave best bets for uh, division each division. We gave our picks to win the Cy Young, the MVPs, the pennants, and the World Series. So please check that out in the Bet Slipping Podcast feed. Um, it's a healthy 75-minute-long MLB podcast, so all you seam heads, be sure to check it out. We got a, hopefully a whole bunch of profit for you guys. I'm actually very confident in my baseball handicapping. Um, it's a sport that I've profited off of for four straight years uh, since I started betting, actually five straight years, excuse me, since I started betting baseball. So I'm going to start a, a baseball or a season-long baseball Twitter thread, just tracking my plays by units. Um, and again, I'll be publishing plays every day on my Twitter. Maybe I can get a bet slip and MLB podcast going. But either way, be sure to check out the 2020, uh, 2022 excuse me, betting MLB betting primer, again, featuring Brian Rudd from Sportsbook Wire and Baseball HQ. Also, we're doing a master's preview today that will hit your feed um, around 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, so keep a lookout for that. Again, the Masters tees off Thursday, April 7th, um, so we'll have um, a special guest, actually the former co-host of this podcast, Eston McLaren, will be reuniting with uh, the Bet Slipping Podcast, and he'll be giving out, along with me and Nate, outright plays or picks to win, picks to place, head-to-heads, some gambling analysis for the upcoming Masters. So check those two out. Um, and this podcast is presented by sportsbookwire.usaday.com where you can check out mine and my colleagues' daily handicaps for all major sporting events. Also, this podcast is sponsored by our friends Typico Sportsbook. They're also the odds provider for this podcast. And Typico is a global sports betting leader that's now live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast can get a welcome bonus at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older to game. So please see Typico's website for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Okay, so the best bets for the Tuesday, April 5th slate. Again, I have four of them. It's it's a pretty chalky bet slip for me. Um, I would say, uh, you know, I'm going four favorites, so it looks pretty square. Follow at your own peril, but you know how I am. I'm going to give analysis for all these picks, insight, and I'm going to have a legit argument for every one of them. My four best bets, though, off the top, I'm going with the Miami Heat minus 5.5 at home against the Charlotte Hornets. I'm laying four and a half points with the Toronto Raptors against the Atlanta Hawks at home. Uh, again, I'm going to lay five and a half points with the Milwaukee Bucks uh, at the Chicago Bulls. And then my fifth best bet is the uh, my dreaded Utah Jazz over the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. At, uh, I'm, I'm going to lay five and a half points with Utah hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. But let me quickly... Um, break down these games from a betting perspective. So the first one tips off at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's the 40 and 38 Charlotte Hornets visiting the 51 and 28 Miami Heat. We're going to lay five and a half points with the Miami Heat because Miami shreds bad defenses and Charlotte is terrible versus tough defenses. So again, Miami shreds bad defenses. Charlotte's 24th in defensive rating. Miami against bottom 10 defenses is 23 and 7 straight up. They have a plus 9.1 adjusted net rating, which is ranked 6th, and a plus 3.6 ATS differential, which is ranked 8th, according to cleaningtheglass.com. Also, according to Cleaning the Glass, Charlotte uh, really struggles against top defenses and Miami's 4th and adjusted defensive rating. The Hornets are 8 and 20 straight up versus top 10 defenses. They have a minus. 5.9 adjusted net rating at ranked that's ranked 19th in the NBA and they have a minus 3.4 ATS differential which is ranked 26th in the NBA. They're also 5-8 and 1 against the number as 5 to 7 point underdog. So this is not a profitable price point for Charlotte. Also, um this is a bit of recency bias, but Miami's destroyed Charlotte in their first three head-to-head meetings this season. Um, Charlotte has been mostly at full strength in all three of those games. They were missing Terry Rozier for one of those games, but either way, Miami's 3-0 and straight up, 2-0-1 against the number versus Charlotte this three the season. Uh, Charlotte's just shooting 39% from the field, 29% from three. They're being outscored by uh, 12.4 points per game by Miami this, se- by Miami this season. I do think Miami's motivated. Charlotte does have motivation here in the spot, but I think Miami's motivated um, to get the number one seed. And um, Vegas, or the odds makers, put out the Miami Heat minus five and a half, despite them having numerous guys listed as questionable on the injury report. Talking Dwayne Dedman, uh, Kyle Lowry, obviously is a starter. P.J. Tucker, another starter. Um and Gabe Vincent's another role player that they were using. But we saw Max Struess and Victor Oladipo really step up uh, the other night in Miami's win over Toronto. And I just think the Miami being favored 5.5 against a plucky Charlotte team is kind of a trap line, especially given their injury report. So um, also given Miami's um, um, dominance over bad defenses and Charlotte struggles over good defenses. I'm feeling pretty comfortable. Miami wins by five and a half here. So that's my first best bet. My next one, I'm laying four and a half with the Toronto Raptors 
at the Atlanta Hawks. Now, Toronto has been playing some pretty good basketball aside from a fluke loss to Miami the other night. That's actually a game that I wrote for Sportsbook Wire, and I was on Toronto. I lost. That pissed me off. But uh, Toronto was up, I believe, double digits uh, after the first half. They were up pretty comfortably going into halftime. Um, and they held the lead going into the fourth quarter, but Victor Oladipo, Max Struess, like I said, stepped up and were just nuclear from from deep, uh, pun intended. They were 13 of 18 from three-point land and really were the reason to- Miami was able to rally back and beat Toronto. But otherwise, Toronto has been playing really good lately. And both of these teams, Toronto and Atlanta, are both like middle-of-the-pack teams. Toronto's 12th in net rating, Atlanta's 14th, but... Toronto is much better against these mid-tier teams. They're 11 and excuse me, 16 and 11 straight up with a plus 1.6 adjusted net rating and they're 13 and 7 at home against the number versus teams versus teams with a winning record. Atlanta versus mid-tier teams are 11 and 17 straight up. Uh, they have a minus 2.4 adjusted net rating, which is ranked 18th, and a minus 2.6 ATS differential, which is ranked 25th. They're 6 and 16 AT, uh, ATS as, as road underdogs as well, or excuse me, um, straight up as road underdogs uh, as well. So I also think Atlanta's struggles in uh, clutch situations um, gives me more confidence that Toronto. Uh, can win by margin here in the late stretches. Um, Atlanta's very good with the ball, but Toronto applies mad ball pressure and might be able to frustrate Atlanta's stagnant uh, late-game offense. Um, Also, uh, just to recap um, what I said previously, Atlanta's actually 6-16 ATS um, as as road underdog, or excuse me, as, uh, as road underdog. So, also, Atlanta and Trey struggle in Toronto. Atlanta's 4-11 against the number in its last 15 visits to Toronto. And Trey Young is actually 0-3 straight up um, with Atlanta in his three career trips north of the border. It's also a bad spot for Atlanta. Um, they're 4-13 on the road versus winning teams. They're 1-7 against the number as 3-4.5 to four and a half point underdogs. Um, and I do believe that there's motivation here for Toronto. There's motivation for Atlanta as well. But Toronto could effectively seal the race for the sixth and first non-playing seed in the Eastern Conference, which obviously um, everyone wants to avoid the playing tournament. Uh, Atlanta is nestled pretty. Um, they're they're locked into a playing seed. So I think Toronto is motivated to get out of the playing, and I think they'll. They'll hammer Atlanta tonight, so I'll lay four and a half with the Toronto Raptors. My third best bet, I'm going with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I'm laying five and a half points at the uh, Chicago Bulls. Uh, Chicago Bulls are just notoriously awful versus elite competition. They're four and twenty against the number, or excuse me, straight up versus top ten teams. They have an eleven minus eleven point four adjusted net rating according to cleaningtheglass.com, which is ranked 26, and they're dead last in ATS differential versus top 10 teams at minus 6.7. They're also 4-6 and six against the number as home underdogs and 1-10 and 10 against the number versus in their last 11 versus teams with a 60% winning percentage or better. Milwaukee covers as road favorites are profitable. They're 16-9 and nine against the number as road favorites. 
Um, so this is a profitable spot for my uh, Milwaukee and Chicago. Again, is awful against elite teams. Chicago also relies on DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, two ball-dominant wings that like to um, operate in the mid-range and, and in isolation sets. Well, Milwaukee obviously has two better players in those roles, and Giannis and, and Chris Middleton. And Giannis is making a surge to win his third MVP. Uh, since the beginning of March, he's averaging 33 points per game on 59% shooting with 12.6 rebounds per game. He's been pretty much the most dominant player in the NBA uh, since the beginning of March and has it really going towards the final stretch of the season. Also, Milwaukee just owned Chicago um, overall in, in this year. Uh, they're 11-5 and against the number in the last 16 meetings with Chicago, 10-1 and in the last 11 visits to the United Center in Chicago, 3-1 straight up, 2-1 against the number versus Chicago this season. And Milwaukee has dominated the possession battle versus Chicago in their three matchups this year. And possessions are the key to basketball. Um, Especially, um, I like Milwaukee especially so, given their edge in possessions um, over Chicago and their more efficient in half-court sets with Giannis and Middleton. Um, providing better offense or better looks in DeMar and Zach Levine. Um, for instance, Milwaukee has got an ele- a plus 11.3 rebound per game differential and plus 2.7 turnover per game differential versus Chicago this season. Um, possessions um, and accumulating more um, free field goal attempts is essentially the, the main thing that I look for when assessing teams in a matchup basis so I'll take the Bucks minus five and a half it's obviously pretty square um, looking at the market splits right now for my first three best bets this is according to pregame.com apparently the sharp money is on Atlanta when I'm rolling with the public with Toronto um, uh, same thing goes for the Hornets uh, Hornets are a very popular play at least amongst the sharp money you would think they're 84 uh, percent via the cash but Heat are getting two-thirds of the betting market. And then for this game, the Bucks are getting 70% of the money and 70% of the cash. But they open as three-and-a-half point favorites, and they're up to six on most books. We can give it out here at five-and-a-half through Tipico. So let's lock in that price point, Bucks minus five-and-a-half. Again, it's a square side, but all three of my picks so far have been square. And this one feels a little bit sharp even though it's kind of a plug-your-nose-and-hold play. I'm going to lay 5.5 with the Utah Jazz against the Memphis Grizzlies, a team that I've probably written off a few times this year. Uh, I hate the Jazz. I'm going to fade them in the playoffs, but to me this just feels like a trap line. Everyone knows Memphis is 20-2 and without John Morant. That's not new information, yet the Jazz are favored 5.5 despite them looking like complete dog shit over the past couple weeks. Um, they're dead last in ATS margin over the last two weeks. They're 26 in adjusted net rating. They shouldn't be five and a half points over, I think, the two seed in the Western Conference. But um, Memphis is definitely going to be without John Morant, and they're definitely or they're most likely going to be without Dylan Brooks. Now, the real secret to Utah's struggles this season, especially, uh, especially defensively, is their inability to stay in front of ball handlers. That is something that's going to ruin the Utah Jazz. That'll be the thing that takes them out of the playoffs. However, 
Memphis is going to be without two of their ball handlers, shot creators, and and guys who can get uh, people open. That's Dylan Brooks and John Morant. Now they're on off. John Morant's on off net efficiency really isn't that good. In fact, I think he's got a minus on off adjusted net rating. But Dylan Brooks actually leads the Memphis Grizzlies and adjusted on off net rating at plus eight point two according to CleaningTheGlass.com. Now I think. Memphis would be able to overcome or um, play without John Moran, but not having John Moran and Dylan Brooks really just reduces their edge in the backcourt, making it a non-edge. In fact, I would give Utah the edge, of course, like Donovan Mitchell is by far and away the best backcourt player on uh, either side of the floor and on either team. Um, and Memphis's offense is going to be far less efficient running through Desmond Bain and Jaron Jack- Jackson. They're already below average in f- uh, field goal percentage and three-point percentage. So they're not a very crisp half-court offense in the first place and not having guys that can penetrate and break down the defense like John Morant and Dylan Brooks. I think is going to make their defense or their offense really suspect. Also, most of the money is coming in on Memphis, right? I mean, most of the people, I think it's like a fake sharp play or who knows, maybe it's a real sharp play. We'll see after the game, but um, a vast majority of the market, according to all the betting splits that I'm looking at, it's looking at is betting Memphis because of, again, their 20 and two straight up record without John Moran, how terrible Utah has been lately, but the line has stuck at Grizzlies plus five and a half. Um, and, and again, the, the line feels like a trap spot to me. Utah has been downright terrible. So we'll lay five and a half with the Utah Jazz at home against the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll add that to the five and a half. We'll lay with the Bucks at the Chicago Bulls. We're taking Raptors minus four and a half hosting the Atlanta Hawks and the Miami Heat minus five and a half hosting the Charlotte Hornets. Those are your four best bets. For Tuesday's April 5th NBA 12 game slate. Again, be sure to check out the Bet Slipping Podcast MLB 2022 preview. Even if you're not an MLB better, we can still uh, get you guys some winners and some profit and something maybe you can sprinkle on for the MLB season to just kind of keep you interested in baseball. I love baseball. Um, so hopefully you guys can get into it as well. Also, we're going to have the Masters preview featuring the great Eston McLaren. Hit your feed here shortly uh, in a few hours. So be sure to check that out. Best of luck today, whether you fade or follow me. If you're not in New Jersey and Colorado, always shop for the best numbers. If you're in one of those two states, check out Tipico Sportsbook. Also, always do your own homework. Check for the most up-to-date injury reports before making your wager. Peace out. Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.